start it. You start uh, the podcast. I hurt myself. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Popping the Questions. Um, Fuck. Josiah has popped. I bruised rib. a rib and it hurts to do everything. And I tr- I tried to lean in just now and like breathe to say hello and it hurt uh, to do that. Because you fell off your skateboard like a dope. Yeah, I'm I'm like one of those I'm like really good at stunts and I like to stunt all the time. Well, okay. I'm You're really bad really at stunts. Really good at stunts, yeah. I stunting is a habit, but I'm not good at it. You know what I mean? It's like a rap song. It's not like a rap song. I thought that it was, that I just didn't know that song. I think it is. Um it was on like all the cheerleaders' clothes. Back in the day, when I was in like high school, um, what's up, Taylor? Hey, Did, how was your week in writing songs for the week and stuff? Uh, Heard it was a little rough. It was rough. Mm. I got sick. I, you know, ruptured something inside of my body, which mm. is always fun. That's great. And um, started working full time, which I actually am really loving, but also am in tech. So like tech. Full time. Okay, okay. I, this is not what the podcast is about. It is. <laughs> it's about my body functions. Thank you. Popping the questions and or popping my organs inside of me. I just was. I was being mean. I'm sorry. That's okay. I think everyone. I think the listeners want to know how you're doing. How are you doing? Fucking awful. Um, <laughs> my all my body hurts. It. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> what did we do? This last week we were like, let's do both the questions. That's right. Because the first one was stupid. Mm-hmm. And it was the same as the other ones that we always do. Yep. So wh- what, were the, what were they? Um, you got the it. Taylor knows them. was 31, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. And it's tell your partner something that you already like about them. <laughs> Which is like the same thing we've done two times. A million times. Um, second one was more interesting. The second one is more interesting. It's 32. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Great. So, okay. Well, how should we do this since we both answered both? Do you just want to like have a freeform discussion? Yeah, let's do freeform. Okay. First things first, I'm going to level with you. I didn't ask the number 31 to the group I was talking to because <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> asking people what they like what about they me. Like about me. <laughs> So I just decided to skip it. Okay, that's very fair, and yeah. I don't blame you for doing I that. I just was like, I, I'm not interested in this discussion anymore. I'm not interested in it. Uh, um, so, I di- so did you? Who did you talk I did. To? I talked to um, <clears throat> Mallory's roommate. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, it was real cash. I walked in after a few beers, and I said, hey, can I ask you a question? Mm, can I pop a question for you? And she was like, yeah. I was like, what do you already like about me? <laughs> Just kidding. I sort of discussed. Uh, you were like, the, here's the premise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she said she liked my hair, which is. Pretty fair. You know, something that I get a lot. Um, actually, yeah, it's, it's weird that this question it falls later because it feels like a less deep one. Like, what it, do you already like? Like, what's your, it's like, feels like a first impression like. It definitely does. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I will say that this week, um, my bodega guy, mm-hmm. who I've gone to this, I've lived in the same apartment for over a year. I like l- love it. I have, I've been obviously had the same corner store guy that whole time, mm-hmm. and like we have a, a nice thing going where I walk in, he's like, "Hey, how are you? You look tired," and I'm like, "Yes, I am." Mm-hmm. And always uh, this week I came in to get like a fucking honey bun, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, an after work honey bun. Yeah, I know you what you're talking about. Sometimes need it. <laughs> 
and he's like hey how are you doing and uh, I was like fine I didn't really want to talk I was like on the brink I was one of those days where you're like on the brink of tears and you just want to like get in and out and yeah. go home and cry I get my yeah and um he was like so do you ever he like motioned to his hair and he was like do you ever do your hair black and I was like uh no no I don't and he's like mostly just the lavender and I was like yeah and he goes can I take a selfie with you? <laughs> Did you feel famous? No. Did you feel violated? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what he's going to do with that. Uh, that's true, I guess. I don't know what, like, why. And, like, also, why are we crossing into this boundary, like, of, like, we, gotta, mm, we take mm-hmm. selfies together now. Like, why Did you, you take the selfie? No. Yeah, I was okay. like, uh, I got to go feed my dog. I'm sorry. And I can't take the 10 seconds. <laughs> That's absolutely right. No, I feel you. Uh, yeah, I'm like, what are you going to do? Like, is it going to be your, like, phone background? Yeah, just put it Are you going to start background. lying to your family about, this like, how you have a girlfriend? Wife. Yeah. Like, I don't. This is my mermaid wife. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't like it. Yeah. I, that 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 would skeeve me out a little bit too, I think. And I know that he's, you know, my my gentle neighbor, but also <clears throat> stop. You never know. Well, I didn't talk to anybody about this question because I didn't want to. So I'm sorry <laughs> I broke the rules. Um, but also, you you did answer it, so I guess technically it's fine. Yeah. At least one person answered the question, which is good. Yeah, that's true. Did you tell Miller's roommate what you already liked about her? Oh yeah, I love the way that she decorates. Spaces. Mm-hmm. She has like this mm-hmm. old timey, um, uh, I don't want to say porn, but like, <laughs> you know, 1800s, like, fancy erotica f- photos hanging sure. in her room of like some lewds, women. some tasteful nudes. Yeah, like women and like these beautiful, like, flowery, like, it looks like, um, like pinup stuff. No, it's not pinup. Like Tijuana Bible shit? No, that's way more sexual than what this is. Okay, sorry. It's really beautiful. It's really more like art. So, like, tasteful nudes. I guess so, but, like, they're adorned with, like, all Mm. sorts of, like, flowers and jewelry and things. Do you think back then it was, like, send nudes and you're, like, writing writing letters to each other and it's, like, P.S., send nudes, please. And then the person's, like, I gotta go get a portrait done. Yeah. I gotta go to someone who knows how to draw. Yeah. And they can draw me. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, you're just going to get, like, a weird stick figure with, like, some boobs. Yeah, but then also, like, a long time ago, like, part of being an accomplished woman is that you could paint or draw. Oh, maybe, maybe, okay, maybe if you're, like, a woman about town and you're, like, I am very, I am an accomplished woman, if someone wants me to send nudes, please, I've, I've got a stack right here. Yeah, and I can draw my own self. Right. I'll look in the mirror and be, like, done. I wonder also, like, I mean, Renaissance, the idea of a Renaissance man, hopefully they have some, some basic artistic talent. So for a certain time period, hopefully this guy, these, the, the men were also like, check it, very good anatomically, anatomically correct drawing of a dick for you, but not unsolicited because I'm a nice man. And I'm waiting for you to ask about these pictures of my penis that I've painted. I think, I think actually the equivalent to the dick pic back then was a lock of hair. Oh, and then you're just like smelling it and you're like... Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you like rub it. Stop. On your face. <laughs> Enough. No, 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 no. Or like no. Uh, a tasteful drawing of like your calf, and it's like, oh shit. Oh yes. Ooh, like a flexed calf. And you're flexed like, calf. Flex it, baby. Damn, I want to see those ankles. Stop. Show me those anks. Love them. Love those ankles. Oh god. Let's talk about 
jokes. Oh, okay. Yes. Can, the next question. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is a very timely question. Yeah. Um, so number thirty-two. Mm-hmm. What if anything is too serious ow. to be joked about? Uh, ow, fuck. So, I talked with my, some members for uh, some members of a cast I was in previously, and like a group chat because I wanted to get a couple different perspectives and. <laughs> Unfortunately, the only other two white guys were the only ones awake to answer whenever I asked this question. So then the next, but pretty woke dudes had a pretty good talk about it, which was nice. And then the next morning, the women were like, "Yeah, good job. <laughs> That's pretty. That seemed pretty good." Um, but I think like in the end, the response that I my 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 initial response to these kind of questions is always like, "Anything can be funny as long as it's funny." You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I mean, we can go down that that logic model, yes. Well, I mean, I know it. I know it doesn't make like sense as a sentence, but the idea is like it's just a distillation of like it all depends on context on the person who who is telling the joke. Anything to be joked about, um, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So that's my initial thought that I was posited, um, and I talked to. Uh, it was Noah Berman and Todd Risenmay who I talked about with it, and they had some cool thoughts. So, what, what, who'd you talk to? Malia's roommate again? Yeah, it was the, the same. Right. What did she say? She's she. Is she a comedian person? No, she's not. She's a muggle. <laughs> um, she uh said that she doesn't think that anything is off limits. See, I feel like that's a common answer for people who are outside of the scene. <laughs> yep, they are. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, she was just like, I think that, you know, and and anything can be funny. As long as it's funny. Yeah. She didn't really specify in the way that someone, like, in our position can. Right. And to give a little background for people who might not know, is Taylor and I have spent some time in the comedy world and still do on a cage. Mm, on a cage. On a cage. Um, done the old improv and sketch and all that bullshit, so... We are familiar. Yeah. So she was there, and then like Mallory was there. So we like kind of all got into a group discussion about it. And um, yeah, she was mainly just like, I think, you know, anything can't like has the potential to be funny. Right. And I was like, here's, here's my thing is like, we sometimes get into some like impossible situations, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yes, like a person who has experienced racism can joke about racism and they like because they live it and they've like had that moment right Mm -hmm. a person who has like experienced sexual violence can joke about sexual violence because they have experienced it Mm -hmm. but like a person who was like abused as a child can they really make a joke about that because they're not that child anymore they're now an adult right well i think i mean i think well, I don't know if I agree with that last thing because, like, you're still the same person. You're, you're just still a different the same permutation. Person, but I'm, I'm saying, like, you aren't, like, you aren't, you have distance and you have, like, your own weird way of, like, now dealing with it. Right. And, but I think sometimes that is, for some people it is humor and for some people it's just not yeah. at all. It's the exact opposite. I think, and this goes along with what you're saying, I think one thing that Todd put it uh, very succinctly, which I think was a good way of putting it, was... um. What he said was, uh, uh, he said, I say the thing that is someone uh, someone else's problem is too serious to joke about. Yeah. Which I thought was a good way of putting it because 
I think once again, anything can be funny with the right context and the right person telling the joke. But if it's not your problem, like you were saying, like if uh, you know racism or sexual violence or anything like that, if it's not something you've experienced, you probably you shouldn't jo- like a you shouldn't joke about it, and b you probably don't you're probably not going to make it funny. Yeah. Like if you don't have the personal experience to understand the nuances of whatever happened to a person, then you're not going to know how to fucking make it funny. Right. So like what M- Mallory came around to, which is where my song came in, was that you have to earn it. Like you yeah. have to earn the right to joke and talk about certain topics um, and that we're not all just like born with the same circumstances. So of course you can't all say the same jokes. And like, honestly, like let's get fucking topical mm-hmm. up in here. Mm-hmm. You know, like Louis C.K. Yeah. Just Fuck, made his. Fuckhead. Yeah, came back and did some stand-up. His debut, which, first of all, nobody in the audience could consent to because it was just a little pop-up thing. Right, he just surprised everyone. And also, uh, like, made a joke about a rape whistle, which, uh, what, what, why, I am so angry about this because I'm like, you are just, like, fucking rubbing your dick in my face right now mm-hmm. with this. Like, it's disgusting well it's yeah and like you know post me Too movement like all these powerful men that have been sort of outed as being you know awful nasty uh-huh. sexual assailants there's this uh i've read an, art- I read an article about it too which was very depressing it's basically like wait six months to a year and then just start coming back into the light because people People don't necessarily forget, but they stop caring. Like, the audience gave him, like, cheered and clapped when he came out. Yeah. Like, they didn't care. Um, Which, you know, maybe the layman, the muggle that's going to see a comedy show, is more interested in being like, oh, dope, it's Louis C.K. Than, like, there might have been a couple comedy nerds in the audience or more, like, you know, woke people or whatever that were like, what the fuck? I didn't didn't want to pay money to come see Louis C.K. Yeah. But, yeah, it sucks because... You know, he's waited, like, what, 10 months? And then nine. it's, like, nine months, and it's like, hey, guys, I'm back. Also, like, I love that a man is trying to tell a woman how long nine months is. <laughs> a long time. He's Maybe he's, like, he's like, this is my second birth. I came back. Look at me now. He's canceled. Uh, well, you know, um, when you have a lot of money and power, you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want, even even after you've been publicly denounced. By everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm canceling him now. Good. I mean, he. Sh- I mean, obviously, yeah, he should be. And I think, like, yeah, there's a lot of things that. I mean, here's the thing: is like Louis C.K.'s jokes, in the context of him as a, you know, single dad or whatever. Back in, when we mm-hmm. before there yeah. was, uh, knowledge of him as being like a real, real big pervert and sex criminal. Uh huh. His jokes were funny and, like, groundbreaking in a way of, like, not groundbreaking necessarily, but just, like, a breath of fresh air in the comedy scene, like, always pumping out new material and stuff. Yep. But then, like, you put the context of what we all know about him now over his jokes. It's terrible. And it's terrible. It's the mm-hmm. same thing as, um, you know, it's the same thing as Bill Cosby. Like, the Cosby show in itself is a pretty nice piece of media, uh, especially back in the day. Yeah. Seeing like a wealthy black family uh, or, you know, well-to-do black family and deal with issues at the time. Awesome. 
But then you put the context of the fact that like Bill Cosby's creeping on and like you know drugging every single you know young female on set. Hard to can't really watch that anymore. Hard to watch. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, context of these people are and like once again Louis C.K. probably a lot of the jokes he's making in his new stuff is stuff that he can probably from our rules that we've set like of you like you have to earn it. He probably can make these jokes, but also he lost the privilege kind of to make any jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. At least in the public eye. Like, right. You can make jokes. In conversation. In his own, yeah, in I his guess. own life or whatever, in the mirror. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I had, I had another interesting, I think I want to ask you about this or talk about you. Because right. I think uh, part of it was talking with Noah was like, personal tragedies versus like universal like big tragedies Mm -hmm. for for me it feels like if you experience like you said earlier like you experience something yourself Mm -hmm. you can probably you have like the license to make jokes about it but a big tragedy like that affects the nation feels like it's there's more license for kind of anybody to do what they will with it even though there's probably a lot of, like for instance 911 uh-huh a lot of a lot of jokes about 911 right <clears throat> and jokes about conspiracy theories about 911 and stuff like that right have i laughed at some of those sure are they funny sometimes I, yeah but also there's probably a lot of people in the world who personally experience that and would find none of those funny at all yeah you know i do I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever found a 9-11 joke funny, mm-hmm. but I, that's hard to say because I've I've lived and heard many jokes that right. I've found not funny. Right. I mean, like, I, I yeah. And, and and then I I was talking with Noah, and Noah's Jewish, and I was like, I mean, Holocaust jokes. When I was, like, a teenager, I was like, ha, yeah, edgy, funny. These days, I don't, I don't, can't think of one that I'd be like, ha, nice. But Noah was like, as a Jew... I've definitely laughed at those before, but once again, it's the context of who's telling it. Right. And also who's laughing at it, you know? Yeah. And who is it for? Yeah. Who is it for? Are you telling these Holocaust jokes to our neo-Nazis? Well, that's what Noah said, too. Noah was like, I mean, he was like, here's the thing. If someone's telling the joke and I'm pretty sure that they believe Hitler did nothing wrong, I'm definitely not going to laugh. But if it's like a Jewish comedian. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? They they have the license, the cachet to do that. Um. Yeah, and that's the thing is Noah also flipped around and he asked, is there anything too serious to be laughed at? Which is a little different question than, like, to joke about. And I think that's, once again, like, who's it for? And, like, what are you laughing at? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, are you laughing at the misfortune of others? Or are you laughing at the fact that someone has taken their misfortune yeah. and found what's funny about it in their own personal experience, you know? Yeah. Like when I when I took Clem kayaking <laughs> and I literally had like the best hour of my life. And yes. I um, we are getting out and Clem is finally safe on the dock and I stand up and immediately my phone just falls into the lake. Yeah. I just started to laugh. Yeah, that's like... Because you just have to laugh sometimes. That's textbook funny. It's funny, but also, like, even though I don't have the money... I did not have the money to replace it, and I didn't... Like, that sucked because I just lost all of the pictures that I just took. Mm-hmm. 
and like that's sad and stressful like i just had to laugh Mm -hmm. i just had to laugh because the other option was to freak out a lot yeah just break down and um you know lose my mind well and i think that's like also a human response to bad things happening is because yeah there's always like there's always a couple paths and like one of the paths is like freak out and lose your cool yeah and one of the other paths is like just laugh about it right now because it might because like something awful happened it's like oh gosh of course this is gonna happen uh-huh. and then you can freak out about it later i mean when i fell off my skateboard the other day textbook funny literally talking to my friends as they're on the sidewalk and i fucking bail and like bruise my rib hilarious did i laugh about it right then no because it really hurt <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts to laugh <laughs> But then later I was telling the story and I was like, this is a classical funny thing. And like, those are very small right. in the grand scheme of things, right, 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 you know, right, things. Right. but, um, I don't know. And like, I can also think of like some personal tragedies that have happened in my life that I would never joke about yeah, or laugh at. No. Right. But there was definitely laughter involved in like getting over the, or like, you know, in the grieving process hmm. for these tragedies. Um, and it wasn't this, it wasn't someone being like, oh, I'm gonna making jokes about what the bad thing that had happened. It was like talking about the people we had lost necessarily mm-hmm. and like the funny things they had done and like uh, your good memories and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's like I think it's a less complicated question than like people make it. Yeah, I think it is. I I agree. Although muggles, most people I think would say like anything is funny. Yeah. Without any asterisks and I think there needs yeah. to be an asterisk there definitely needs to be an asterisk yeah yeah I don't know I definitely think that there are things that just are not funny yeah apparently can they be joked about I guess well yeah like I don't know like I I I don't know like there are there's definitely experiences that I've had that I'm like that that will never be funny Mm-hmm. That will just never be fun. There's no way that I can wrap my head around that being funny. Right. Um, and I, yeah, I guess because also like a big part of like my experience in a lot of um, ways is that I've like had my experiences be minimized mm-hmm. and I've minimized my own experience. And sometimes when you joke about something, that's a way of minimizing it. Sure. Instead of a way of um, looking truthfully at it. Right. And so, like, I think when you're minimizing the action and the event, like, that is harmful. Sure. I agree. But when, like, in Nanette, which you, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. She, like, really, like, draws out a couple of experiences and really is able to look at them through new lens. Mm-hmm. And then we're able to laugh about it. Right. And that was an example I brought up with in this conversation I had was, like, that's a perfect example of someone's personal experience. Yeah. Being able to say, like, I have these personal hardships, but I can draw. I can find the humor there. And, um, and also a perfect example of, like, it, it depends on the person telling the joke. Yeah. And it depends on the people, the audience, because, like, um, like uh, there's so many examples of comedians that are the only person that could tell that joke. Like, everything Richard Pryor ever said. Yes. Like, you know? Or, um, uh, I mean, um, and, and Hannah Gatsby's, like, a really good 
really good uh, example, like a modern example, a very timely example of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and yeah, I definitely think there are some things that just aren't funny in general, but I also don't know if I can like, like for instance, like, do you remember dead baby jokes? Yes. S- stupid. Bad. Not funny. Uh-huh. Could someone have a really sad thing happen in their life where they lost a child and eventually be able to make a joke about that that in a healthy way that that helps them process maybe i don't know if i can rule that out as some but like that wouldn't be funny to me would it be funny to them i'm gonna say i'm actually gonna say yes because i just had a discussion actually with somebody about um their abortion yeah, I mean, that's a good... And, and like, uh, Obvious Child with Jenny Slate, like, a whole yeah, fucking movie about it, you know? And that's not a miscarriage, and so it wasn't a tragic... It wasn't as tragic as a miscarriage for somebody who is trying to procreate. Sure. But it still was... Um, a big decision. And nobody is like, hell yeah, getting getting my those cells scraped out of me today. Like, yeah. nobody... No, it's not fun. No, but, like, what she was describing, like, we had a good laugh about it. Yeah. We had a really good laugh about it, and <clears throat> I think that does help her and has helped people that I also have known mm-hmm. to um, have done that, uh, process that, because it is, it's not... A traumatic, unexpected thing in the way that, like, a miscarriage, a miscarriage can be, child, yeah. but um, an unexpected pregnancy is a traumatic thing. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, so yeah, I, I, that's the thing is like personal tragedy wise, like I, I can't. I mean, I can't draw the line for another person about what they would be able to joke about, and I think it's so personal, context based by basis of like, like, like the uh, you know, like the whatever the who wrote the Ernest Hemingway's like. Or I think it's like not actually him who wrote it, but like the baby shoes for sale never worn or whatever. Like that's a that's a sad little six word story, but also there are so many jokes and like riffs on that. Uh huh. And that's essentially a dead Dead baby baby. joke. (laughs) It's like a dead baby meme. Yeah, it's a dead baby (laughs) meme, and like I've laughed at those. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. Um, Anyway, I guess like above all, stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane and know what you should be able to talk. I mean, it's not that hard to go like. Look at yourself, look at your life, and be like, what have I experienced? These are the things I can talk about. Yeah. And, like, if you haven't experienced it, probably don't talk about it. Yeah. And, like, observational humor, I think that's why it's such a big thing is because it's universal. Yeah. And then, like, but that's, like, then you get the really uh, more hard-hitting, like, intense comedy that kind of transcends stuff, like Tig Notaro's uh, special that she did back in the day that kind of launched her into fame. Mm-hmm. And, like, Hannah Gatsby right now, like... Some, some stuff that kind of transcends like uh, is my very was very personal like that's and that's also some of that good shit that like we all crave yep we're like tell me about your fuck what's fucked up in your life yeah we love that we love that um let's talk about songs okay yeah I, mean, I think we've talked about comedy enough <laughs> on this non-comedy podcast <laughs> yeah uh do you want to go first or what yeah I'll go first okay what you want to just song about uh I took the words right out of Mallory Marino's mouth. I know, alliterated. Um, and said, you know, you gotta earn it. Mm-hmm. Gotta earn it. Mm. And that's the the whole thing. And like when I was writing this, I like very much had like Louis C.K. and mind and like all of these like, 
oh god i just get so angry probably like one of the things that makes me most angry in this world is like when you see somebody who pretends to be an ally Mm -hmm. and you know that they're a scumbag Mm -hmm. and they're like trying and then they like something just comes out of your mouth and i'm like you don't get to talk about it right and it's just always easiest for me to write a song when i'm mad so that's where we are good okay let's listen to it let's like Florence and the Machine vibes. Oh, thank you. I know that's high praise. Um, also, I love anytime, anytime you put in some like background harmony, oohs and ahs and stuff. That's like my favorite shit that you do. Thanks. I like Pop Taylor. <laughs> I think it's thank a good you. fit for you. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what I just knocked. That's over. fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, some of my mini medicine, probably. Yeah. I like Pop Taylor. I think she's. I think it's a good look. It's a good sound for you. And I like those Uzis and Ozzies. And the lyrics, I think, were pretty hard-hitting. Thanks. Yeah, I could hear the, the anger. Yes. Um, I really, yeah, I, I don't know why. Maybe it was just, like, you harmonizing with yourself and also, like, some of your cool indie pop pronunciations it just made me think of Florence My and the Machine. indie pop pronunciations? What does that mean? Yeah. You know, have you heard of, like, in the indie pop voice? No. Uh, it's like what people do when they sing songs and you pronounce words kind of weird because it sounds cooler when you sing it. Okay. Yeah. Like, iron it. Like, you don't say iron in when you're talking. Or do I? <laughs> Did you iron it? Did you iron it? You Did know what? You? It, yeah. Did you iron it? <laughs> Did you iron it? Did you yarn it? That was cool. I dug it. I know. It's just a little uh, snack. 
It's a little song snack. Nom, nom, snack. Nom, nom, nom. Um, yeah, she's peppy. She's fun. Yeah. Um, fun, but, fresh. But like, we're gonna like get going somewhere. It's like yeah. we're on the road. Yeah, it's a fun, fresh, like, like end of summer jam. Not flirty. Not flirty. Down to business. Down to business. Not a fresh, fun summer look. I mean, wait. Yes, a fresh, fun summer look, but not a flirty one. No. I like, I like, I like flirty songs. I just, I'm saying I'm making this distinction because a lot of times I describe things as fun, fresh, and flirty, and I don't think I've ever done that on this podcast. But I wanted to make the distinction: this is fun and fresh, but, but not, not flirty. flirty. <laughs> Got it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, stupid. I liked writing this one um, a lot. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I could tell it shone through. It shined through. It shone. It shone through. Uh, Indie pop <laughs> pronunciation. Shine. Yeah, like listen to any fucking like song. Actually, it's not even indie, the indie pop voices. The indie voice is like is on everyone now. Everyone fucking uses it. Like every, even like the big pop stars. Um, they all use it. Like listen to any Selena Gomez yeah. song, and you're yeah. like, no one talks yeah. like this. And uh, no. And <laughs> right. What was that? That was you ought to know. That's I'm talking about like now. Oh, Taylor. It's like a recent... I mean, everyone has always changed the way they sing to sound cooler. But, like, I feel like there's been, there's been like, a resurgence of it in the last, like, five years or so. I guess I'm trying to think of examples, and I'm coming up empty. I'll show you some after the show. Okay. Sound good? Okay. All right. Tell me about your song. Uh, so this one... I've been a little melancholic lately. Mm. And... Um, I don't know. From the talk that I had, like the the main thing I thought about was like, yeah, things can be funny, but not everything is funny, and sometimes things that are funny stop being funny, uh, and like it's all very fluid and uh, changes all the time. And I thought about the old chestnut, you know, uh, tr- uh, comedy equals tragedy plus time or whatever. Yeah, and that's like not always true. <laughs> yeah, that's not always true. Um, and so that was kind of like the the launching point for the song uh, was just kind of like t- the personal things you go through about um, what makes you laugh or what makes you happy and sad and like how it kind of was all different and all depends on the person. Um, and also it's just kind of melancholic, like old school emo Josiah, Got but with it. a banjo. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's listen to it. <laughs> Make me laugh before you make me cry Treat me tenderly Make me never have to tell a lie If you make me anything Then make me not a hero I can't save anyone Make me say I love you Before our time is done The laughter turns to tears With the passing of the years With the exit of every bygone friend Sometimes time plus tragedy Ends up actually Equal to just nothing in the end Give me pleasure before you give me pain Give me what you will Give me words to make me sing Keep giving until Got nothing left to give And I'm completely filled Give till you are empty And your ego's finally killed 
The laughter turns to tears with the passing of the years, with the exit of every bygone friend. Sometimes time plus tragedy ends up actually equal to just nothing in the end. Don't say that you'll wait for me. Don't say that you'll fight. Don't say you'll stay to see the end of every night. Don't say anything at all if you can't say something kind. Don't say that you love me. Just let me read your mind. The laughter turns to tears with the passing of the years, with the exit of every. Bygone friend. Sometimes time plus tragedy ends up actually equal to just nothing in the end. The laughter turns to tears with the passing of the years, with the exit of every bygone friend. Sometimes time plus tragedy. Ends up actually equal to just nothing in the end. <clears throat> What's up? Uh, Are you mad at me again? I'm all, I'm just gonna be mad at you for the rest of this because I just can't deal <laughs> with your fucking stand-up bass. Yeah. Oh, uh, it sounded very like Art and Garfunkel. Mm. Um. Art and Garfunkel. Yeah? So just just Art Garfunkel by himself. <laughs> Wait, who... Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> hey, it's me, uh, Art and Garfunkel. I'm going to be I'm gonna be doing both, both parts, but it's just me. It's just me, Art. <laughs> I'm going to just sing, sing by myself, I guess. Oh, God. It's me. The sound of silence, but it's Stop just the high harmonies. It's going to sound really weird. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I've come to speak with you again. I'm... <laughs> wow, uh, that really tickled me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I meant Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I, just, I, knew, I knew what you meant. And I just didn't, yeah. Just, just came Art out and Garfunkel. Um, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so it was very Simon and Garfunkel. Ugh, fucking scratch That's me being. Re- I just can't. I'm so mad about the full, beautiful, produced sound of that track. And I well, was just saying, uh, you too can. You too can do that if you want to go into some debt. Uh, I'm Marty in debt. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> we high five. Yeah, that was good. That was a good foley work. Yeah. Uh, mm. anyway. Yep. Yeah. It was exactly what you described. Yeah, it's kind of uh, melancholic. Very melancholic. I think it's interesting that we had a question about comedy this week, and like neither of us really wrote a funny song. Right. You know. Yeah. I think that'd have been too on the nose. Too on the nose for us. And we are deep. <laughs> mm. And layered mm-hmm. people. Like a parfait. Mm-hmm. Or an onion. Shrek. Very hip with the kids. 
I have some friends who are older uh, in this show, and uh, they've never seen Trek. And I'm like, I guess I get it, because if you were in high school when Trek came out, or like college, you probably didn't see Shrek, right? I don't, I don't know about that. I, I mean, because you I probably saw ev- it and was like, this looks stupid. I like, think if I was 18. Everybody saw Shrek. I don't know. If I was 18 in 2000 no. or whenever the fuck it was when no. Shrek came out. No, I don't accept that. But if I was like. I don't accept that. <laughs> well, they haven't seen it, so I'm telling you this is true. Well, I don't know where they were. They were in college. In a cult. Not watching Shrek. All right. Well, it's harder to see movies in college. That's yeah, true. that's what I'm saying. Um, Taylor, let's, what's the, uh, let's, let's, what's the questions for next week? Let's finish up. Get hype, get hype. They're, I think these ones are getting real good. It's really, really sticky. Okay. <laughs> sticky. So penultimate episode. Mm-hmm. Question 33 mm-hmm. is, if you were to die this evening. <gasps> oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. With no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone and why haven't you told them yet? Okay. It's a big question. Question 34 is um, your house containing everything you own catches fire. Oh, yeah. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Okay. Are you leaning strongly towards either of those? Um, no. No. Are you? I mean, I feel like, okay, I feel like the first one about if you were to die this evening would be, like, harder for me to answer. Like, I'd have to, like, really, really give that one a good think. Uh-huh. Uh, but, on the other hand, I feel like the other one, I don't have an immediate, like, oh, it'd be this. Mm. So, I don't know. I think both of them would be good. I think I would have a good a good conversation with both of them, but... um. I'd have to like sit down and really just like have a good thing, like a Winnie the Pooh style, sit on a log yeah, and really just touch my head a lot. Do you want to flip a coin about it? Sure. Uh, I got a penny. Where are you reaching for a penny right now? Down here. My penny cup. <laughs> okay. What do you want to call in the air? Wait, hold on. Heads. Okay, you. This yes. is for you. Okay. Heads is the first one. Tails is okay, the second heads one. is yeah, exactly. So if if this lands on heads, you get the first one. Correct. Great. And I'm going to do catch it and then put it on my hand. All right. I, I agree to those rules. <laughs> Almost <laughs> locked was... me in the face. All right. Heads, you get the first one. Okay. All right. So you have to... All right. So look forward to that serious ass uh, episode yeah. next week. About death and loss. Um, All right. Maybe just listen to my peppy song again. Yeah. Really pump um, yourself up. Did you really even catch it the first time? I don't know. It was, it was so just, quick. It was a little snack. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 get another snack. Uh, next cool. week will not be a snack. No. It'll be a full entree, motherfuckers. Yes. Ow! I breathed again and it hurt. <sighs> my rib. Uh, starting the, at the end of the episode like we started it with me breathing and it hurts. Uh, awesome, Taylor. Good good job. Good work on <laughs> Everyone us. did good. Uh, go join the Facebook group, which no one has done in a while. Uh-huh. We've also been slacking. Yep. But it's been busy. We're yes. in the home stretch. Yes. Like this, go go listen to the songs on SoundCloud by themselves if you want to, and subscribe on iTunes and all that shit. And call your mom. Like and review, and call your mom, and talk to your loved ones, and whatever. Do all the things. Yeah. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye bye. Pop. <laughs>